Preseason is almost here. It's the Extra Yard on the 5 Reasons Sports Network brought to you by our friends at You Break Wheel Fix, Prize Picks, and BetterEdge.com. And make sure you're, I mean, Troy, we're almost there. Better Edge is going to have some preseason action on the site. It's been a long summer, man. It's been a long summer, and it's been a hot summer. We were just talking about this off air. Now, I've lived in South Florida for my entire life. You've lived here for a long time. I I think this is the hottest summer in recorded history down here. The heat index is getting to 115 some days. Without question. Yes, I've I've been down here since 87, right? Without question in my mind, this is the hottest summer that I've ever been associated with. When it comes to like, you know, I wake up very early in the morning, right? I'm for everyone out there. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning every day. Okay. Three o'clock in the morning. I go outside on my patio and it is like a blanket, a blanket at that time. And no sun, pitch black outside, nothing else going on. I look at the trees. Not one tree is moving. It is just stagnant. And I, Donald, I am so afraid of the hurricane season. I know we're in the hurricane season already. But the temperatures of the waters around Florida, they're incredible. Temperatures that we have never heard of. You go to the beach, it's like swimming in a hot tub. The water's so warm. Why go to the beach, right? <laughs> I, I I don't know, you know. Although it's funny, <laughs> Donald. I looked in the mirror the other day and I said, "Oh my goodness, I got a tan. I got That's a something like I wear, you know, tank tops a lot, <laughs> and I got this tan going on under, you know. And I, I took my tank top off and I go, you got the farmer's I tan. Remember the last time I had a tan." Wow. Maybe the last time I had a tan was when I was playing football and you were yeah. I was always out in the sun, but uh, I'm a little worried about hurricane season. So everyone be, be prepared. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be prepared for sure. Gonna have all the shutters and everything. And I, I just hope we don't get it like I hope we don't get them real bad for a number of different reasons. I hope it doesn't inter- interrupt my football season because I don't want to have any games canceled or, or rescheduled or anything like that. Uh the Dolphins have a game this Friday, preseason yeah. game number one, Friday night against the Atlanta Falcons. Dolphins and Falcons have been hosting, uh, they've been combining for joint practices for these last couple of days. Sounds like things were getting pretty lit today indoors and probably good for them. They were practicing uh, a big portion of it indoors today, not outdoors, but they were getting after it. A lot of contact. Sounds like the Dolphins defense is doing really well. Now, Troy, you were out, not at joint practice. We'll circle back to that. But you were out at Dolphins practice on Sunday. What stood out to you, good, bad, or ugly? I was at the practice that was held at the stadium. It was kind of, you know, presented to us as a scrimmage. It was not a scrimmage. The NFL players, they don't scrimmage nowadays. They do like a thud. Right. And the Miami Dolphins, you know, they had some issues with the offensive line. Like there were, I had a buddy that I took with me. Hey, Danny. I had a buddy that I took with me. And I can remember on three plays, we sat there and said, Ooh, two, two may have been out 
on that play right there. So the Miami Dolphins, when it comes to the preseason, and that's what the preseason is all about. It's about tightening up things. You were in the offseason. You had your stars in the offseason, you know, testing and all of that stuff. Then you went into OTAs. You had your stars when it comes to practicing in shorts. Now, the biggest thing is, like, I don't care about the depth chart. I look at, because I, I just go on personal experience. Mm-hmm. When your number is called, and I don't care what number it is, they want to run a, pl- a run a play to your side, you're the offense alignment, and they want to see how you perform. You know, a linebacker, they want to send you on a blitz. They want to see how you perform. I don't care what position you say. Running back, they give you the ball. They want to see how you perform. All of that stuff, OTAs, offseason, in shorts, and all of that stuff, it doesn't matter because now the coaches are sitting there saying, okay, we're in a live situation. This is as close to game time as you could get, right? So now we're against the clock. We've got to get a play call. This is not just the players. This is the coaches also. We went through last year having conversations about how many times we second-guessed you know, Mike McDaniel, when it comes to the plays he made or the timeouts that he made, clock management, it is, it's it, it, it's a whole circle of everyone on that team getting more comfortable in certain situations. So when I look at the preseason, right, I hope the Miami Dolphins have to conduct an onside kick. I hope yeah. they have to kick a field goal in waning seconds, whether it's before the half or at the end of the game, getting your personnel onto the field, getting your personnel off of the field. It's all about more structure and just refining everything that goes on. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I know, I know it's boring to – and I hate using the word regular fan. It's boring to that fan that's looking for his finished final product team play, right? I understand yeah. that. But every year, there's a changeover to some degree. You're going to find a rookie, whether he was drafted high or drafted low, that has open eyes, and they're going to call his number this weekend, right? And mm-hmm. he's either going to make the play or he's not going to make the play. Donald, I cannot express to you how many NFL careers were determined on one play. One, one play. You did all of this stuff in the offseason. You've been down here for six, seven months. You've been working out. And then all of a sudden the game starts, preseason game starts, and, yeah, the starters over there on the sideline got their helmets or don't have their helmets or whatever. And then your number is finally called on play 47 in that preseason game. Do you step up and answer the challenge? 
or do you fail? Do you jump off side? I, I, I love this time. And listen, I listen to all the media guys, and I consider you a media guy. Like, you know, I'll sit down here and I'll say, I don't know. Like, I can't name you one of the names of the rookies on the Miami Dolphins right now because I don't care about that. You got you got your guy, uh, A-Chain, at running back, I, you know, Smith, the corner. How do you say his name? How do you say his name? Uh, well, I, I always said it when, when he was uh, – because I, I followed him at, at Texas A&M. I always heard it said A-Chain, but it was our guy uh, Alfredo, you know, from Three Yards Per Carry who covers yeah. the Dolphins, was saying it's A-Chain. So I don't know if he pulled like a – A-Chain, A-Chain. Yeah. Apple, God bless you. I, I don't want to get ahead of my skis, right? I love that kid. Yeah, I love him too. I absolutely love the way that kid runs. And I can't wait to see him in a football game in live action. And I think he's going to add something very special to the Miami Dolphins in addition to what they have, but going above and beyond. I'm looking at like midseason, this guy is going to get a heavy load, a heavy load position plays in that offense. And it's only going to make that offense more dangerous. Now, I want to circle back to what you were saying about the offensive line, because for yeah. me, um, that that's by far my biggest concern right now, especially the interior of the offensive line, the center and the two guards. And I'm I'm hearing stories about the center, Connor Williams, who was really good last year. But, you know, he held out and sat out for the offseason stuff uh, due to his contract situation. Now he's having trouble snapping a football uh correctly uh, again so hopefully that's something that they can work through that, that's that, that that's a pretty important job for a center right when you're having you know you shouldn't be having trouble snapping the football and then the guard positions have been liabilities now Troy uh, you know the one guy obviously you don't really worry about is Teron Armstead who did suit up and participate today they're gonna you know they're gonna take it easy on him all season long because they want to make sure that he stays healthy but I don't know. I saw Alan Pupar at all Hurricane or at all Dolphins. I write for all Hurricanes. He writes for all Dolphins, uh, suggesting this that you're probably going to have to, you know, obviously not for maybe more than a handful of series or handful of plays, but you're probably going to have to at times play your entire starting offensive line together in all three of yeah. the preseason games because they got to get their timing down. Like you can't just be sitting out a starter, left tackle, center, whatever for an entire preseason game. You're going to have right. to have that entire unit play together at right. points all preseason. You have to get that unity together. Yeah. Where offensive linemen work next to each other. I can remember, you know, playing with Keith Sims and Richmond Webb and hearing them talk about their nonverbal communication because they were drafted together. They worked every practice, every play together, and they developed this whatever you want to call us, this osmosis thing where they didn't have to say anything. They knew what they were going to do. And I think early on in camp, and I'm not surprised about that, Miami Dolphins have changed offensive line coaches, I don't know, last four or five years in a row. And so now we have another one. And so these guys, they have to get on the same page. And it's not a situation where, 
Do I want to see Tua in preseason? Not really. I think Tua's getting his best work right now. Tua, Hill, Waddle, in practice right now against the Atlanta Falcons. I did that back when – that went on back when I played. And I can remember going up to Atlanta because here, here the training camp was totally different back then. So now – I had already practiced against my own teammates for, you know, two weeks, three weeks. And I learned their tendencies, right, of who's trying to cover me or who is covering me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this adjustment. Then all of a sudden we go up to Atlanta and we practice against them. And like, oh, my goodness, this guy does something differently than what the guy on my team does. So the learning that's taking place this week for the Miami Dolphins, offense players, defense players against the Atlanta Falcons is you can't measure that. And I'm so glad the NFL does that because you just get tired of, you know, having a little squirmish with your own teammate. I haven't heard that a fight has broken out with the Miami Dolphins yet. I haven't heard that. But then, to your point, you was like, I heard they got a little testy out there. You didn't use the word testy. But, you know, it got a little, you know, intense out there playing against the opponent. And that's what you need because when you play against someone, because football is this. Yeah, you have to be smart. You have to know what you're doing, okay? But – Football is about someone on the opposite team, Don, someone on the other team challenging your manhood. (laughs) And all of us as guys, just us guys, I don't care where you are, grocery store, parking lot, that one parking space (laughs) that's available, right? And another guy is trying to take it, jump in front of you. He's testing your manhood. And in those situations, we all react, whether it's the right thing to do or it's the wrong thing to do. You 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 stand up for yourself. Yeah. And so now they're playing or practicing against the Atlanta Falcons all week long. And guys are going to challenge you. And you're seeing something different. Like this – I should take my butt out there right now and watch them practice against the Falcons. But, you know, I couldn't get out there. Go out there and get into a fight. Let's do it. Let's go, Troy. F- find a, There's got to be some Falcons alumni out there. You there's definitely going to be a fight. Like, they only practice tomorrow. What? Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. They don't practice uh, Friday. No. There will be the, a the, fight the game. The game's Friday night. Right. So they're off tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. I, I couldn't. Against I can't remember what day it was. It's already Wednesday. Yeah, against practicing against yeah. each other, they're off yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, there yeah, will yeah. be a fight tomorrow. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> there wow. will be a fight tomorrow. Well, it, it's never a fight when you uh, take your talents to PrizePicks.com and the PrizePicks mobile app because you're going to be winning so much money and having so much fun. You're not going to think about fighting anybody, guys. We've been on prize picks all summer long, Major League Baseball, UFC fights, boxing, soccer, uh, but football's coming back, guys. And yes, you can make 
preseason selections at prize picks. And if you're smart about the way you do it, you can win some money. So at prize picks, and it's a great mobile app, prize picks mobile app or prizepicks.com also works just fine. This combines my love for daily fantasy and parlays because you simply select two, three, four, five players. And you can go cross league and cross sport with them. Like you can have Dolphins and Falcons players. You can select players from any other preseason games going on. And you just predict if these players are going to go over or under their stat projections, higher or lower. And then you win real money if you get all your predictions correct. And yeah, with the high, higher is way more fun, Troy. Unders are not that fun. Higher, higher is always more fun. Uh, but it's so easy to sign up. It's fully legal, by the way, in the state of Florida. This is not an offshore operation, anything like that. Prize Picks is fully, fully legal and fully operational. And when you make your account, if you haven't done so yet, when you make that first deposit, use our code five. That's F I V E. Cause when you use our code five, they're going to ask you if you have a promo code, you do it's F I V E five. They're going to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. How good is that, man? They're going to double your first deposit. You deposit a hundred bucks. You got 200 bucks in there to play with free money, free money. Absolutely. And then you're going to have a and that free money. You can get some mileage out of that, especially when you keep winning. So sign up at prizepicks.com or the prize picks mobile app. It truly is daily fantasy made easy. Uh, Mike McDaniel had to release a depth chart, Troy, but I, I say had to because any Dolphin fan who takes this first depth chart seriously, the NFL requires you to release one on game week, even preseason. Even if it's preseason, you have to release a depth chart. Um, you know, McDaniel's not taking this seriously. He put it out because he had to. So I'm not going to read too much into it. Uh, you know, one thing that people are going to scrutinize is the second and third string quarterback. Right, because obviously Skylar Thompson has been out there competing, uh, but the Dolphins just went out and signed South Florida native Mike White, who's got more experience, right, playing more meaningful games with the New York Jets last year. And Mike White is listed as the second stringer. Skylar Thompson is listed the third stringer. I think McDaniel did get this one right, though. I mean, not only is Mike White making more money, but I think he also has been slightly better so far in Camp Troy. But Here's the thing. And, and, and in games. Yes. In games. Yes. Although he was not playing for the Miami Dolphins. Right. He performed a little bit better than yeah. Skylar Thompson did in, when he played with the Miami Dolphins, right? Yes, he did. But my thing is, I agree. But they're going to keep three, Troy. They're going to do the same thing That's that they did, they did last year. Yeah. When they had, when they had Tua, Bridgewater, who underperformed, and Skylar Thompson, they kept three last year. That, that's the new trend now in the NFL because for a long time, well, there was a stretch of like, I don't know, 10, 15 years where a lot of teams, the Dolphins included, would only keep two quarterbacks on right. the active roster. That's dangerous. Yeah, it is. It's very dangerous. And it was dangerous for a couple of reasons. You don't have significant cover if you need to get down to your third quarterback, right? But then you also, you risk losing your third quarterback if you try to stash him on the practice squad. It happened yeah. to the Dolphins recently. Uh, so they've been stashing Skylar Thompson, and and it bring it reminds me of something Troy you said uh, a little bit earlier about players who can like earn a job on an NFL team through preseason. Skylar Thompson last year was the preseason MVP of the National Football League. If he hadn't have performed so well in the preseason, the Dolphins may not have kept three last year, but they kept three because Skylar played and so I, well. I gotta remind you, Donald. I was like, pump your brakes. Because you were high. Oh, I, I said he should have been the starter. <laughs> and then when he got his opportunity, 
that game is so fast. So, like, what's yeah. going to happen on Friday when it comes to all the young guys on this football team, the rookies especially, undrafted guys? They're going to see a speed that they never experienced before in their lifetimes. Yeah. I don't care how much you were a star at your college campus and you were a big man on campus and all of that stuff. You're about to experience something that you've never experienced before. And coaches, this is what I love. Coaches are going to put you in a situation because, okay, you've been pretty good throughout preseason, offseason, and all of that. You caught the eye of everyone. Okay, let's put him in this difficult situation right here, this spotlight situation right here, and let's see how he performs. Does he rise to the occasion or, or does he wilter? And all it takes sometimes, Donald, is one – I am not lying to you. One play. Yeah. One play. You make that play, you're going to get a second opportunity. You miss that play, now they're going to give that opportunity to that other rookie on the other side who opened their eyes and has their attention. So I love the pressure of this whole preseason thing. And, no, we're not going to see predominantly the starters playing, you know, maybe outside of our offensive line. Right. But – I just love it, and I, I can remember, I can remember my rookie year being around the veterans, right? The Marinos, Clayton's. How, 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 how much preseason did Marino play? I don't remember. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, I was just about taking care of myself. Yeah, yeah. Now times were different back then, so most teams would play their starting quarterback, like yeah. the first half of the first game. And I have no idea. I just know, like, early on that preseason, I wasn't in the huddle with Dan Marino. Right. <laughs> I yeah. just was not in the huddle with him. But what happens is now it could be one or two or three plays where they're going to say, okay, let's give this guy an opportunity. Let's see if he picks it up. Let's see if he makes the right adjustment. Now we're going to go to someone else because they have to evaluate all of these guys, okay? They got to evaluate all of these guys that have come into their organization. And, I mean, again, back to my thought, I can remember being around the veterans and how cavalierly that they took the game. The preseason game and I'm sitting there like sweating bullets I'm nervous as hell I'm sitting there like oh my god like what is going on what is going on? this is a big game this is a big game and these guys know they're not playing they only put their shoulder pads on I'm like I gotta get to that level right there yeah and that's what rookies want I like it do you think uh, do you think we see Tua at all in preseason? No, no? no. I don't. I'm I'm okay with that, and and part of it is because uh, I'm actually looking forward to watching the battle for the backup quarterback spot. I mean, it's probably Mike White's to lose, but Skyler is not going to give up without a fight. Listen, Mike White, he performed well for the Jets last year. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, I mean, he he was all right. Okay. 
but he he how could I say this? I don't want to sit here and say he performed better than Tyler when Tyler got in with the Miami Dolphins. But I mean, then uh, Skyler almost won a playoff game. I understand. I understand. That's your guy. <laughs> My guy. I, I just remember going through the latter part of last season. There was a grounds, maybe wrong word, groundswell. Is that one word or two? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it can it can be it can be one word. Let's go I'm one not, word. I'm not gonna challenge you on that. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't know where about. It. Jets fans really wanted him to become the quarterback yeah. of their franchise. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Right. When when your other quarterbacks are Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson, you start to get some crazy thoughts like that. Yeah. I think Wilson has gotten his slice. No, I know. Wilson has gotten a slice of humble pie. And I'm really curious to see how he's going to handle his demotion behind Aaron Rodgers. Like, there are so many things that you can look at so many teams in this this league and say there are some interesting stories. And I look forward to watching all of them all year long. You know, on, on an unrelated note, because we're not going to see this guy in preseason or for most of the regular season, if not all of it, um, I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of Jalen Ramsey for going after the, uh, the this former NFL doc. I don't know if you heard about this, Troy, but it does it, it, bo- it bothers me. And I understand everyone's trying to make content. They're trying to get clicks. They're trying to make a living. But when you like, I I was bothered by when uh, when the concussion doctor, you know, he thinks, oh, Will Smith played me in a movie, so I can just do whatever I want to. Remember, uh, Bennett Amalu last year was saying that uh, Tua Tungavailoa should retire. It, it never treated him, like never, never went into Tua, never went into this guy's office. He is no, and, and he's like calling for somebody's retirement. That bothered me. And then there's there's this other Twitter doctor who's a, a former he's a former NFL doctor. I think he used to be a doctor years ago with the Chargers. David Chow, who, you know, he he makes these videos uh, on YouTube. Anytime a player gets injured, he goes in depth on the injury. Never mind the fact that he's, you know, he's not treating any of these guys, but he goes into detail about how this is going to affect their careers. And so David Chow, he was on the I Am Athlete podcast, and they asked him about Jalen Ramsey, who has the meniscus injury. And he says, I think it's a tall order for Jalen Ramsey to come back and be Jalen Ramsey, he said. Uh, and he went on to this whole thing about how he doesn't care that he's walking without crutches. He thinks he may never be the same guy again and all this. And it's like a lot of speculative stuff. And like Troy, like put yourself in Jalen Ramsey's shoes. You, you start seeing these tweets go viral about some doctor who's never even treated you before saying that you may never be the same player again when you come back from this injury. It's got to bother you. And Ramsey tweeted out, shut up in all caps. I done let a couple things slide, but y'all have no clue what's even going on. Right. Just talking to hear y'all selves talk. Last I checked, I serve one and only God who dictates everything, not these Twitter doctors who have never seen me in their lives. God bless, he said. I don't blame him for being upset. Listen, when it comes to Ramsey, when he got hurt, I was disappointed like all Dolphin fans and the organization, I'm sure. But I was very impressed upbeat about his public stance of taking on 
this injury that he just sustained, right? Yeah. Because I'm sitting there saying that a lot of guys, but the world is different nowadays. Guys have that public Twitter, whatever it's called now. They have that. Yeah, X. They have that exposure out there. They have a following around them. I just like his positive attitude. And if you yourself or someone in your family, friend has some illness of some type and it's your job to meet with them or whatever, see them when you come in contact with them, your number one mission purpose and communicating with them is to be positive, right? I don't care what they're suffering from, from, it's your job to be positive and and bring them up. And I looked at Ramsey's response, where he was posting, and I'm sitting there saying, this guy's motivated to get back. Yeah. And so I'm going to go with him. Yeah. I'm not going to give a lot of credit to a doctor who has not actually put his hands on him and evaluated him. I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey right now, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens. Now, from what the doctor said, you are never the same when you get injured. You could get very close, but you are never the same, Donald. Doctors mm-hmm. are better now. Technology is better now. How they do things, that's all better now. And, and God bless them for getting better. But and once again, I'm speaking personally. Once you are damaged, you, you're never getting back to 100%. So guys that are sitting there and say, oh, yeah, I'm back to 100%. No, you're not. <laughs> like you had surgery. Whenever a doctor cuts your body, and I don't care what it's for, you know, whatever it's for, you're not the same anymore. You will have pain or issues. Hmm with whatever injury you had the rest of your life really so there, there's no man i, I remember no, like uh no. like I, I i remember you know one of the big one of the most successful like one of the first really successful acl recoveries like i'm talking really successful remember adrian peterson yes recovered like several months ahead of schedule yes. and he looked just as good if not better after coming back there's, there are some exceptions to that rule. I mean, maybe I think, I think it's, it's about the human being, right? Special people that maybe right. compensate for coming back from the injury in other ways. Would you not agree? Adrian Peterson was special. Yeah, very. He I think Jalen Ramsey is special, though. Right. He was. He's special. And so I'm not sitting here saying that he can't come back faster. I just – I hope he takes his time and come back. Last year we dealt with this, right? The DB? Yeah, Byron Jones. Did he ever come back? <laughs> no. Have we ever seen him? Yeah, that, that was uh, an Achilles, and I, yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. But have we seen other people recover from an Achilles injury and come back sooner? Your guy, well, I, I don't know. Marino was out for a while, but he he had many great years after that Achilles. You just never it's, it's the individual, how your body responds to everything. So right now, I like what Jalen Ramsey is saying, and I just hope that the Miami Dolphins could hold down the fort. Yeah. 
until he gets back. Yeah, a lot. You know, Xavier Howard is going to have to be shadowing guys again, and there, there's going to be there's going to be more more pressure on his shoulders like last year. I think he can live up to it, Troy. Uh, well, and I'm looking forward to seeing this first this first you know fake game on Friday. Donald, last year before the season started, I thought it was blown up when Jones got got injured. Right? So and did he, I. He, he couldn't play because I used to look at this defense because I look at the NFL nowadays. And the NFL is entertainment. It's all about the flash. It's all about the long pass, the big plays, throwing the football. Running backs are undervalued right now, and that's the NFL. So when I looked at the Miami Dolphins' defense last year, preseason starting, I sat there and said, Miami Dolphins, this secondary is going to be outstanding. That's what I thought. Jones went down. They can never recover from that. And the system was different. So now this year, as opposed to gearing up to play man-to-man across the board all the time and shutting down wide receivers, they, they have a little bit more zone thrown into their whole approach. And so I think the Miami Dolphins will be all right. I think that when it comes to Hollins, as safety, I think he will be more free to make plays. I, I'm still excited about this defense, but I'm not devastated. And I wasn't dev- devastated at the time when Jones got hurt last year. But I became devastated because that's how that defense was built. Yeah. I don't think this defense is built that way this year. And so I think it will be easier to – recover or compensate for Jalen Ramsey being out. I like it. Look at, the, look at the strain they put on. I'm not saying their system put the strain on, on Howard last year, but he will not be asked to do the rigors of what he was asked to do last year. And I think his season will be even better this year. He's former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford. I'm Alex Dono. Thank you guys so much for making the extra yard part of your day today. If you're watching us on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel, make sure to hit that thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up, the like button, subscribe to the channel. So much great Dolphins, Heat, Canes, Inter-Miami content. Messi and company is blowing up. Everything's doing great on this channel. crazy. And I don't even know Scoring two goals every game. This guy's insane. Yeah, it's a cheat code. He's a cheat code in Major League Soccer. He's a cheat code just about anywhere in the world, but especially especially in this league. Uh, Messi has been a godsend. And make sure, if you want the audio version, Alfredo, Simon, and Chris are nice enough to host us on the Three Yards Per Carry feed, so you can subscribe to the audio podcast on Three Yards Per Carry as well. We will talk to you guys again next time. Let's go Dolphins this Friday. We'll talk to you again on another episode of the Extra Yard. Yeah, let's go. Football is back on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.